ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Bonsem kesepama Jesus and opay. Amen. Oh, bonsem kesepama Jesus and opay. Nay, de kesepama and opay. Oh, me too, de and opay. Hallelujah. Ye mo ahini ejiti say say ye ko ye ni mane ye radiadom. Bibia ye radiadom. Hallelujah. Amen. Me, 
Me
and gentlemen this morning the word of God is coming forth to us I don't know how you are going to accept the word but I believe that we are in a new season and a new season comes with new expectations ladies and gentlemen why not rise to your feet everywhere in this auditorium the man of God is ready to speak to us this morning ladies and gentlemen help me welcome to this stage my pastor your pastor Father, we commit ourselves into your hands today. We thank you for your great power, for your great grace. Thank you for your hand upon our lives. We thank you for the privilege to know you, to experience you, to love you. We pray and ask that you will speak to us we need your word we need your word each day we need your word each day and this morning we are privileged to stand in your presence let it come mightily let it change our lives and may we never be the same again in Jesus name Amen 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 Amen. I like your hand clap. It's, it's beautiful. Keep clapping for Jesus. And you may please be seated with joy in God's presence. With joy. It's good to see all of you. And it's good to be in God's house. Amen. I want to say that as Christians, we need to know that uh, we come to God's house to enjoy many things, not only the preaching of God's word. You know, everything that goes on here is very important. You know, offerings. Your life can change this year because of an offering you give. Or your life can turn to the left because of an offering you did not give. When we pray, when we worship, worship time as a Christian. I, mean, I don't know what you are doing with your life if you are not interested in 
worship. I don't know what I don't know what you are what you are about. You know, it's very important that we enjoy everything that comes as a part of the service. Amen. For which reason I want to encourage you to please come to church early. You know, and enjoy the church service. You know, especially for those of you that Sunday is your only spiritual day. You know, Sunday is your only spiritual day. Those of you who are like that on your way to hell, just if you just so enjoy Sunday because that is not Christianity. Sunday morning going to church is not Christianity. So, I want to please ask you this year go deeper in your spiritual life. Yes. As you read the news, as you watch television, you get to see that evil is increasing. Evil is increasing. Yes. And you and I are very privileged. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are safe. So if you have the name of the Lord, run to it well. Be a good Christian. Be a good Christian. Last year or sometime I taught on how you can become a strong Christian. I taught about on key facts to what key facts for new believers. You know, I know that it may it will be very difficult. I mean, listening to a podcast will be like going to Japan for some of you. But try this year. Try, try to go near God. It's a good thing to go near God. It's a good thing. The psalmist said, nearness to God is good. Nearness to God is good. He says, blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causes to approach. I'm just saying that let God be more important to you than a Sunday morning church service attendance. I'm very happy you came. You are part of the experience. If we are experiencing God on Sunday, it's not the ceiling we have come to experience. It's not the stage we've come to experience. The Sunday morning experience is you and I experiencing ourselves. Dancing stars, singing, the, your neighbor sitting by you, and all forms of fellowships, having a little basanta, our meeting after church it's all an experience and i want to ask you this year to be deeper because evil is multiplying hallelujah and so today i am very happy that i have the opportunity as our um brother kweku said this is our first shine service for the year a first and don't take it for granted don't take it for granted 
to be sitting in church. I went to a hospital yesterday somewhere in Ghana. I mean, I was not happy. I was not happy. You are very blessed to be sitting here like this. You are really very blessed. And to be in church is a blessing you must not play with. Amen. So today, I want to... I'm preaching. I'm still preaching. And uh, I, I, we were all here for the um, Chalak night. And the theme for this year came from Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest which has become our theme for the year seed time and harvest and cold and heat summer and winter day and night shall not cease and uh, I want to take advantage of this opportunity I have to also say that during the watch night our prophet led us to pray very prophetic prayers very powerful prayers and we are going to have a prayer camp i think in two weeks time or so and uh, it was supposed to be this coming week and we have postponed it to allow you to be able to plan properly and join Amen. It's very important. We are going to prepare ourselves with prayer and prepare the year with prayer. The dates are 24th to 28th. Join us join us to pray Jesus said men ought always to pray don't be so carnal that you don't like prayer come and let's pray it's a week Monday to Friday let's be there See your appropriate leader or pastor to get the details about payments and so on. And let's just go there and just pray as if you've not been to school before. Pray as if your father is dead. Pray as if you've lost your job. Pray as if your mother is dead. Because all these things I am mentioning cannot be depended upon. It is God, 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 and God. So find your pastor. I don't know who your pastor is. I don't know who your leader is. Find him or her and join. Join to pray. There's nothing we do in this church that is meant to harm you. It's only making your life better. Join. And that. That point I have just made 
prepares the stage for me to preach today. Because I'm taking each of the seeds and harvests that our pastor, our prophet taught us on 31st night, which was about an hour, I doubt it, an hour's teaching of all these, on all these seven or eight big things, topics. So, I am taking it one by one. You know, and to share with you because really, life is about seed time and harvest. That's all. It's like a, it's like a loop or something around that is just, it's a cycle. That just rolls and rolls and rolls and rolls and rolls and rolls. It's just life is just you are you are you are constantly sowing and harvesting the things you sowed yesterday. That that's that's all we are living to do. Yeah. Everyone here, even today Sunday, the life you are living right now, like Paul said in Galatians two twenty, the life I now live today, you, your life is is a harvest. You are harvesting something you sowed last year or last two years oh yes whether it's good or bad thankfully that the, the things i'm going to share some are good and some are bad yes even in the like today's own there's a good part there's a bad part because you need to know you need to know why 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 do you need to know about seed time and harvest the reason is that life is all about seed time and harvest That's all life is about. Seed planting. Yes. Every word you speak is a seed. Everything you do is a seed. Sitting here on Sunday morning, instead of being at home, is a seed. You are sowing constantly. I said you are sowing constantly. The behavior you are putting up is a seed. (laughs) Don't, 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 don't. You see, the reason also why it's important to know about seed time and harvest is that I think I should stand, come to the stage and preach well. The reason why you must know about seed time and harvest is that a lot of people are not aware that there is a harvest for every seed you sow. It's wonderful. A lot of people are not aware. They just think that they can behave anyway and continue going. I mean, it's like you can do anything and continue living. I want to repeat it. A lot of people think that you can just continue, you can do anything and continue your life. And life goes on. It's not like that. The Bible says that Harvest. Everybody say harvest. Harvest is part of life. It's part of life. So there is, there are consequences. You see, these English words have all kinds of synonyms. There are consequences for everything you do. You can't just do anything and just say you are going on with life. As if nothing happened yesterday. 
As if you didn't meet that woman last two years. As if, as if you didn't meet that boy last year. You can't. Whatever you did with him, to him, by him, under him, on him, well, well, there, there is a harvest. There's a harvest. You've gone to drink somewhere last week. You've drunk and from that time, you've not drank in it again. You just drank on the first night. Today is what about date. You've never drank since that time. There's a harvest for that first night drinking. That's all I came to tell you today. You will never get away with just, you, you, you can't just do something. You see, I'm reminded my mind has gone to one of our childhood stories. Jack and the beanstalk. Those who had the privilege not to be killing lizards but be reading such books which also is a seed you sowed and you are reaping now. That You don't even know Jack and the beanstalk may be the reason why you are poor right now. Maybe the reason why you can't speak English or you can't get a job. That you've not read Jack and the Beanstalk. You see, because life has got... There are harvests for every seed. Like these people who are coming, they didn't wake up early. They didn't wake up early. And they think, oh, I can just wake up anytime and come to church and so on. So they've come to the church. They've missed everything, including even the introduction to the message. And they think that they are the same as you who came here at 7.30. It's not like that. They will reap from it. Whichever leader led them to be like this, that leader will reap. They themselves, life is about reaping. I'm, I'm speaking the English truth. I cannot massage it. I can't sugarcoat it. Some of you sitting here today clapping are reaping from things you have sown today. Some of you, you are, you see, hmm, it's just a matter of time. It's a matter of time. So that is one reason. You, you, you need to know about this subject of seed time and harvest. People just don't seem to know that there are consequences for actions. I don't know how. I was sitting with a wife who was weeping. I mean, really weeping. I I, I couldn't even believe that a grown-up could weep like that. I could not assuage her sorrows. Her husband said, I don't want you anymore. By God's grace, we are together again. But she's reaping. And the husband explained to me when I met him. He said, no, no, she's, she's had very bad behavior. And many times I wonder whether she thought it wouldn't affect me. Like I'm sitting down with you. We are at, at a restaurant. We are talking. I say something. And then you pour the food on me. And then you get up and go. And you think that when we, when we finish, you, you see, when, men, when a man is in love, he's like a fool. But men are not fools. 
I'm sowing seeds into your heart. When a man loves a woman, his behavior is totally stupid. Totally stupid. But no man is stupid. The same way no woman is stupid. The most intelligent people I have met are women, not men. Nobody is stupid. It's just a matter of time. He will react. And I pointed out to her that when you were doing that, talking like that, what were you, you, you expected the marriage to continue? Some even feel that I can walk out on you and still be fine. Then they walk out, they realize that no, life has changed. Even the friends I had, I had them because of my husband. I'm saying that think, think about consequences. They are just English words I'm using. But it is harvest. There are consequences for being in church today. If you have not come to church, there are consequences. Another reason why I need to teach this is that some people also, see, it's an important teaching because a lot of people experience the harvest and, and are not able to link it to the seed they sowed. So they say, what have I done? I've, done? I've not done anything to deserve this. But it's not like that. You've done something. Nothing just happens. You've done something. I wish I had all the time in the world to take you through the 1,800 seeds you can sow. The problem with this point is that there is the word time in between seed and harvest. There are different seeds. There are even seeds that people plant and they know that in their lifetime they will not get a harvest. Yes, they know there are certain seeds. People have farms. They know that there's no harvest for them. The harvest is for the children. Yes. <laughs> in the same way, there are things you are doing your children will harvest it. There is nothing like a seed hanging in the air. The problem is that too much time separates seed and harvest. So today I'm talking about one type of seed you need to know about. And it is called sowing to the flesh. Sowing to the flesh. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7. Be not deceived.
You need to think very, very carefully about what you are doing. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. And then he goes on in verse 8 to talk about the first seed I am addressing this morning for a few minutes. And it is verse 8. He that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap. You see, you see the two words there again. Sowing and reaping. You sow to your flesh. You reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life. So there are two types of life going on now. Corruption and life. As I was sitting down, I just looked for the meaning of corruption. And, and I was very surprised at the um, at what I was seeing. You see, corruption is a departure from the original. Or from what is pure and correct. You can live a certain life that will let you depart from what is right and what is correct. That is, your life is no more correct. Your life is no more correct. Your life is now a twisted version of your brother's life. When you see your brother who is in church, who is born again, who is praying, your life is a twisted version. Some of you in this service will be in jail in 10 years time. I, I look at certain words that come close to corruption. That means corruption. Words like degradation. Your life is degraded. Your life is perverted. Your life is debased. Your life rots. Your life can rot. Your marriage can rot. Your life can rot. Some of you are rotten already. How does a person get his life to rot, to spoil, to decay? How does it happen? It happens when you sow to the flesh. 
Everybody has two parts. A flesh part and a spirit part. Listen to me. Because you will have yourself to blame. You will have yourself to blame. You have yourself to blame. There's no pastor who will care more about you than you care for yourself. Yes. There's no pastor who will care more about you than you care for yourself. There's no pastor who can care above the seeds you've sown in your life. He will pray with you and leave you to experience your corruption, your rot, your decay, and, your, and, you, and, and the perversions your life go through. Goes through. You have two parts. There's a flesh and there's a spirit. Sow to the spirit and enjoy life. Don't sow to the flesh. Don't do that. Don't let your flesh feel happy. Don't make your flesh happy. Your flesh. Romans chapter 8 verse 17. 17 please. And if children, then S. S of God, joint S. If so be. But if we suffer with him. We may also be glorified together. There is something called suffering. And that comes first. You see, your two parts, your flesh and your spirit. I will teach you in one minute. The consequences of sowing to the flesh, your flesh, your feelings, having a good feeling, having a sexy feeling, being happy and relaxing. And your body is fine. I'm telling you now. Two. Sowing to the flesh. And sowing to the spirit. There is what we call. Short term harvest. And long term harvest. Every seed. Has a short term. Effect. Or harvest. Every seed, every seed has a short term result and a long term result. Now, if you sow to the flesh, the short term harvest is. Excitement. 
short term. Short term is either right now or tomorrow. Or I mean, it is relative, but th- th- there is always an ultimate harvest. And if you sow to your flesh, your feelings, if you make your eyes happy, if you make your ears happy, you shouldn't make your ears happy. If you make your flesh happy, there are two harvests. There is a short-term harvest of excitement happiness good feelings pleasure and the long term is trouble decay perversions Corruptions and destruction. There's always a short term and a long term. If you sort your flesh, sex, pornography, masturbations, the short term effect is excitement. When you are having sex, it is excitement. Even when you are crying, it's an exciting cry. You are happy. When you are drinking beer, there's a feeling. A feeling of greatness and stupidity. When somebody offends you, and you don't forgive the person because your, your pride will not allow you. You feel good. You feel great. Any seed you sow to the flesh, the immediate harvest is pleasure and excitement. A certain man had two sons. The, the younger of them sowed money and time to his flesh. His elder brother later on told us that he was with halots. He was in nightclubs, excitement, girls, kebab, boozing, reveling. When you sow to your flesh, the immediate response is happiness and rest. When you sow sleep, you don't pray. You sow sleep, you feel rested. It's nice to sleep. When you sleep, you will feel good. But the Bible says in Proverbs that your poverty shall come later. It may not just be poverty of money, but poverty of spirit, poverty of joy, poverty of dignity, poverty... So shall thy poverty come. A little sleep. He that soweth to the flesh 
when Paul was writing to the Galatians, he was only, this is an incomplete verse. You see, one of the reasons why God anoints teachers is that they, 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 they explain things to you. Like I'm explaining that. Look, because you, you, you will never find corruption today when you are having sex. This is a long term. Paul doesn't talk about the short terms. But I am telling you that there are short term excitement, pleasures, happiness, and joy. When you are in the betting parlor and you are betting, there's a feeling that comes when you win. It's not saying it here. Paul says if you sow to the flesh, you reap corruption. I say if you sow to the flesh, you reap excitement. Let's explain ourselves. What does he mean? And what do I mean? I mean short-term relaxation. You are happy. If you are here and you don't pray, you feel okay. The corruption is long-term. When you are bouncing and romping back and forth with the girl in the room, there's nothing like corruption. But when your friends are writing their wasi and you are at an antenatal clinic, that is corruption. I said, when your friends are writing wasi and you are at the, at the antenatal, that is corruption. When you are jumping up and down like a frog with a girl, it's exciting. But when your friends are now entering university and you are now working to buy SMA and Pampers at age 17 because your mother will have none of this nonsense, you will know. I will not tell you. You should know which one is corruption. When you sow to the flesh, Anybody looking for happiness, anybody listening to me who tends towards happiness is out of this life. You have ended your life. You will never do well. Happiness, anybody who is prone to happiness and happy feelings and excitement and comfort and relaxation, your end will not be a good end because that's not how to live here. What you are, those tendencies are tendencies of corruption. Masquerading as excitement. This year, whenever you are happy, ask yourself, what have I done? What have I done? Why then? I can tell you that it's more. I mean, there are many, many times. Even like this morning, I didn't feel like I'm to church. There are many, many times I wake up, I don't feel like I'm to church. It's not exciting. Also, when you are tired, that's why those who are canal, they easily sleep on Sunday morning, and and you enjoy the day. 
far better than somebody who sat in church or especially in this heat. And apart from the heat, then the preacher also adds more heat to the temperature. But those who know life are ready to suffer the pain today and get the pleasure tomorrow. So I'm teaching you short-term consequences of feeding the flesh is pleasure. Long-term is pain. As you are with that boy, not minding your mother, not minding your father, fooling with that boy, very soon, you see, as you are with him and it's like you are romancing and you are excited, I'll, I, I'll give you one year. You will be sworn arch enemies. This year, don't look for pleasure first. Do painful things this year. You see, because when you are sowing to the spirit, the beginning is pain. That's a scripture we read. Take me back. Romans 8, 17. Suffering. Know it. Those of you who are part-time Christians, and so know it. In Christianity, everything you do brings suffering and pain. So if you are not into pain, you will never be a Christian. Christianity, everything you do, praying is painful. Fasting is painful. Reading some boring verses in Ezekiel. When there is Facebook and Instagram to, 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 to color your eyes, it's painful. Giving offerings, you can give an offering and be angry when you are leaving the church. Everything you do, sowing to the spirit is painful initially. That's why he said, if so be, if you can suffer with him, then the long term effect of glory and pleasure and blessings will come. Actually, I want to I, I want to qualify. I made a statement which is not entirely accurate. I attributed this principle to sowing to the spirit. But it's not real and it's not true. It is any good thing. Any good life. Including sowing to the spirit. Any good life. Anything that is good. The beginning is painful. That's why some of you sitting here cannot get a job. And you are likely to suffer till you die. Except the mercy of God intervenes. Because when your friends were painfully attending classes, painfully studying, you were excitedly and excitingly fooling in town with your friends. 
Anything that is good has a short-term, initial, painful effect. That's how you know that you are doing something good. That's how you know you are doing something good. That's how you know you are doing something good. As I'm going to marry you, I visit you every day. I come home, see your mom, your daddy, we speak. And if your mom even serves me sometimes when I'm eating, when I'm there, he gives me something to eat and so on. Then we chat a little. And then we are together in the sitting room or upstairs at the the penthouse. And we are just chatting. As I'm with you, I'm having erections. I'm having feelings. I want to hold your breast. I want to kiss you. I want to hug you. I want to hold you. And not being able to express myself is painful and annoying. But the long-term result of painfully keeping myself from you is a marriage where there's fidelity and trust because if I can sleep with you that I've not married, I can sleep with any woman I've not married. So once you sleep with a woman before you marry her, the woman will never trust you. So a lot of marriages you see around are full of suspicions. Because the woman knows what the man is capable of doing. Because he has slept with her before they got married. You are here. As your friends don't have beloved serving God, singing in the choir. We are also in the choir. But you've got some boy, a married man, servicing you, giving you money. So you look shepherd, like a shepherd. You come to church with nice bags, nice shoes, nice hair, and so on. You see, by this teaching, you should know that the happiness, your happy life, any girl younger than 24 should be living an unhappy life now. Any girl who is happy around this time, you are living a bad life. Any boy who is happy at this time, a- any young boy who is living an excited life, you, your, your end will not be good because all the excitement in life, you have chosen to enjoy it at the beginning. So obviously what is left is pain for the end. Suffer first. Suffer first. Study first. Pray first. If you sow to the spirit, I'm speaking in English. Suffer. This year, be comfortable with sufferings. Be comfortable in your education, in your business. In your walk with God this year. Sow seeds that make you suffer. Wake up at 3 a.m. And angrily pray. Angrily what? Pray. 
with anger, pray. You are bored with your serpent, pray. As you are praying, you are cursing me, pray. Because your curse will never do the. There is no curse that can affect me if there's no cause to it. Wake up and read your Bible painfully. Read verses you don't understand painfully and watch what the word of God will do. Bible says, and the word became long term flesh. The word itself eventually also gives you a certain look. Yes, the word, the word, the word you read, it becomes flesh, literally like, like, I mean, this woman is about 40 years. Very soon, she'll be 50 years. Can you please remove your face mask? They can't see your face well. Please stand. I'm not talking. You look at her. Very close to 50 years. She looks like a big 28-year-old girl. You can imagine her with her mother who has come to church. The mommy, she's holding the mommy's she's, she's fresh. Close to 50. Yeah, because she has suffered painfully. Praying, keeping herself, fasting, serving God, working with God, doing all those painful things in her 20s and her teens, early 30s. Look at her today. You are 36. Your breast is like a A4 sheet. You look older than your mother's big sister. You, you, actually, you are a woman, but you look wizened. It's an English word, wizened. Because all the happiness you can have in life, you've had it already. The word becomes flesh. And the word became, I'm telling you that if you spend your time on the word of God, like as I'm preaching, I mean, I look suave. I feel suave. The word of God itself, it becomes flesh. It changes you. It builds you. It prepares you. It prepares you. So when you sow to the flesh, the early short-term harvest is excitement. Long-term is corruption. If you sow to the spirit, prayer, quiet time, reading, fasting, going to church, serving God, doing outreach, the short term is that you are tired, you are angry, you don't have money, and so but the long term, I don't know what money I'm looking for, I don't have. I, I, I mean I'm, I'm saying that I don't know what I want to do that I can do. All my suffering. I've suffered it. As a short-term harvest. When you sow to the spirit, spirit, you reap corruption. If you sow to the spirit, you reap pain, anguish. As your short-term harvest, Nothing good gives you pleasure instantly. If you want pleasure 
then I'm not surprised you don't read your Bible. You are into Facebook and Instagram because you are into pleasure. Yeah. But those of us who are comfortable with pain, we stick to Hosea. And when we don't understand the King James, we bring NASB, we bring NLT, we bring dictionaries till we have we have digested the food painfully. Then watch our end. As I watch, the Bible says that, Bible says that watch the end of the perfect man. His end is peace. The perfect man lives a painful life. This year, don't turn towards your flesh. Romans 7, 18. Romans 7, verse 18. Or oh, there's no verse 18 in Romans. Let's stand to our feet and read Romans 7, 18 as we end the sentence. I want us all together. One, go. Romans, please, please. No, no, this is a, a large crowd. I cannot take it. Please read well. One, go. That's how we end today's service. Know it that there's nothing good in your flesh. So when you live your life fleshing, fleshing, sleeping to please the flesh, eating to please the flesh, having sex to please the flesh, touching things to please the flesh, watching things to please the flesh. That was what happened to Eve. Genesis 3 6. Look at it. Genesis 3 6. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, pleasant to the eyes, tree to be desired to make one wise, she ate it. This year, don't go for pleasant things. Come to church with pain. Walk from Amrahia to Oyibi. Pain. So pain. And you will reap life everlasting. Clap your hands. Don't look for good feelings now. I've taught you today. It's a sign that something bad is happening to you. Don't stop clapping. Yes. Don't stop. Come to church painfully. Pray painfully. Sow seeds painfully. Psalm 126 verse 6. Look at it. Psalm 126 verse 6. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, sowing good things is always painful shall doubtless we can argue about who will win the next election we can argue about your height we can argue about 
what you, whether, what you ate this morning was good food or not, but we cannot argue about this one. Doubtless, you will come again rejoicing. So you sow in tears and you reap. Verse 7. Next verse. 126 verse 7. That's the last verse. Go to verse 5. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. It's an eternal law, an eternal principle. Sowing good things into your life, you will tear. Sowing the Bible into your life as a young girl, you will tear. Sowing prayer at an Akazo campus, don't come there expecting excitement. Don't. We don't need you there. Go away. Come for the prayer camp expecting painful prayers. And you will reap in joy. Can you lift your hands and pray? Thanking God for what you've heard today. Thanking God for Father, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for teaching us about sowing and reaping. Ah, that we will sow in tears, Lord, that we will reap in joy. Help us, Lord, help us to sow, to sow, to sow, to sow in tears, to sow in tears, Lord, to endure the pain, the pain, the short-term pain that comes with sowing to the spirit, Lord, that we may reap, oh God. Some of you are reaping corruption now. Jesus. Lift your hands, everybody, and ask the Lord for mercy. 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 Mercy, Lord. For certain things you've done. Mercy. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Mercy. Mercy. May we not reap, Lord. May we not reap the corruptness, the corruption, oh God. The seeds that we have sown, Lord. Father, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us, Lord. The lies that we have told. The lies that we have told. Some of you have sown very bad seeds. Mm, Forgive us, Lord. Exciting seeds. Mm, Forgive us. Excitement. Mercy, Lord. Mercy. It won't be easy for mercy, you. Lord. Ask mercy. God for mercy. Mercy, Lord. The high price that we are paying. Father, forgive us, Lord, and have mercy upon us. Mercy, 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 Lord. Tender justice with your mercy, Lord. Have mercy. Mercy upon us, Lord. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed, please. If you are here this morning, and you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to be born again today. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to be born again today. Today. I'm here to pray with you. And to lead you. To give your life to Christ. All I need you to do is to please lift up your hand. Raise your hand if you want me to pray with you. Yes, lift it high, high. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. High. Above your head. Above your head. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. If you are here, you've raised your hand. You want me to pray with you to be born again. I want you to come to me here now. Come. Come to me, my dear. Come. Come to the altar. Come to the altar, my dear. Come on and run, come running, come running.
Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. I have sinned against you. I have sinned against you. I've lived my own life. I've lived my own life. I've thrown you away from my life. I've thrown you away from my life. Today, today, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And receive me. Please help me. Please help me to know you. To know you. To walk with you. To walk with you. To live for you to live for you i ask you today i ask you today make me your child make me your child praise close your eyes and pray say make me your child make me your child i want you to be my master i want you to be my master my father my father my savior my savior and my lord and my lord i thank you i thank you for my salvation for my salvation Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I am born again. I am born again. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For this great time. For this great time. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You are born again. And it's a new life. It's a new life. Somebody will help you. Somebody will teach you. Somebody will talk to you. Amen. It's a new life. God loves you. That's why he has even brought you to church for you to take this decision. So don't go back to your old life. That is why I am asking, you see our pastors who are standing there. Yes, they are waving their hands. I want all of you to come to them. They are going to talk to you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. They are going to talk to you. Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping your hands for them. Keep clapping your hands. And take out your communion. Please take out your communion. your bread up Jesus also took bread and he said this is my body there's a blessing coming to somebody's life Amen. there's healing for you Amen. this is the body of Christ mm. and that's a blessing of inclusivity Inclusivity. inclusivity you will be included Amen. you will not be outside the church Amen. as the church marches on mm. you will also be marching on Amen. as the church advances you will also advance Amen. say the body of Christ, body of Christ. say I belong, to this body. I belong to this body I'm a child of God, I'm a child of God. I belong to this body, I belong to this body. The, body of Christ. the body of Christ let's eat it Please lift your cup. It's going to wash you. Amen. 
to wash your sins amen wash your life amen purge you amen make you clean make you whole Say the blood of Jesus. Say I believe in the blood of Jesus. It changes my life. Say there's healing for me. There are blessings for me. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it. Lift your two hands. Let me pray for you. Father bless your children bless them. Amen. Let them enjoy a blessing this week. Amen. Go forth with blessings. Amen. Enjoy Monday with blessings. Amen. Enjoy Wednesday with blessings. Amen. Evil is cancelled. Amen. Evil is blocked. Amen. Wickedness is terminated. Amen. Receive the blessing of God. I receive it. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for Jesus. And you may please be seated. Be seated.